come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh. Or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org. It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Hey, everyone. This is Jose Gillian, the owner of All House Barbecue, located in Louisville and Carrollton. You can find us at allhousebbq.com, and we are the proud new sponsor of Alexandra and Friends. Come and see us. Good evening. Welcome to Alexandra and Friends 660 The Answer. This is Alexandra this evening, welcoming you every Saturday night to listen to our show and our podcast. Thank you so much for showing up, and we're excited to have wonderful guests this evening. Courtney will not be here with us today, but Miss Marshall Johnson is here this evening. Hello, Miss Marshall. Hello. How are, How are you? you? I'm good. How are you, Miss Alexandra? Very well. Thank you. Good. We're going to take just a few minutes to listen to the Clark children do the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. First of all, I want to thank Miss Abretta Johnson, uh, Johnson yes, I believe is her Johnson. name. Uh, yes. Is that her name? I'm sorry. Is oh, you're the correct? mother, right? I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm the mother. <laughs> Proud mother. She w- that was an amazing show. Oh, it was so, so good. Many, many people give us, send me the emails and just send texts of how wonderful the show was. It was a happy show. Yes. It was a happy. fun was show. Fun. And they were so excited to hear mom and daughter yes. on the show. Yes. But it's so important to share what your kids do. Because we have to be supportive of our children. Well, because it's hard enough way. for them, right? It's hard enough for them to get out there to fight for their dreams and go for what they want to go for. But it's nothing like having parents behind them and pushing them and supporting them in everything they do. And the talent of that young lady is amazing. Just amazing. Yeah, what can God. I tell you? That's and by the way, we had the she uh, had her group perform for our. Um, friend of Faith Johnson, who's running for district attorney yes. at her grand opening. And those angels were the cutest. Yes, things the you've Joy ever Music seen. and Movement. They yes, precious. they did so good. I said, what is the name of her? The Joy of Music and Movement. It's can a nonprofit. Can you give a phone number out just so that we can have it? Because there's Absolute, people wanting to know about it. Absolutely. Um, I had them to call me. 972-658-7406. Marshall Johnson, better known, a.k.a. Miss Shelley. <laughs> Miss Shelley. Yes. I love that name. Miss Shelley. Well, um, the biggest part of somebody called me, a Mr. Robinson, who left me a message. He, mm-hmm. I didn't talk to him. He said that mm-hmm. our shows, he's starting to listen. This is his fourth or fifth time listening. And he loves the idea of that we are so, we're bringing a little bit about everything. Yes. And and made me feel good because some of the stories nobody will ever hear except through our opportunity. Yes. So I think that's, just really, it made my heart feel good. It should. And, you have a and big that made heart. Me, uh, because I think we've had so many amazing guests. Yes. And last night I had dinner at Amifi, Amalfi, over in downtown Carrollton. The owner of that, her name is Carolyn Benavides. She was one of our very first guests. She owns Joe's awesome. Pizza. 
And it was so funny. She came right for the Thanksgiving time. She serves up to 5,000 people homeless dinner for Thanksgiving every year. And last night we were there, and the first thing she said, I love Miss Abreda. I'm going, oh, my God. She listens to her show, so it made me feel very good. That's so awesome. Thank you so Hello. much for, the, for her bringing her, and I would think we'll have her again, and maybe next time she can perform, and we have a video. Whoa. Oh, yeah, she would love to do that. <laughs> I would love for Michael's children, to, especially his little girl, to visit with her. Can you imagine she could be excellent in dancing? Because I think he's got the cutest babies ever. ever I cannot seen. wait to meet your kids, Michael. They are darling. They're darling. Well, we let's come back to today, uh, tonight. Uh, yes. Uh, Michelle, so tell me a little bit of how was your week? Good? My week is good. We dropped off my grandson today for his Uh-oh. first day of school. And I came in here running, trying to take a deep breath because I was so excited. And he was so excited now. He went straight to his classroom. The teacher already loves him. So he's ready. He's full of energy. And he's smart. He's so smart. Takes after grandma, would you say? Oh, well, you know, my daughter's pretty smart. (laughs) (laughs) I got to give that credit to Sharice. Well, let let me also tell you, you have beautiful family. And one of the biggest bases that I love, you have God in your family. And that to me, you know... Last night I couldn't sleep very well, and I was listening to. I had them nights too. My 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 brain was going and and seeing what how our country has just gone from the most powerful to the the most wicked and evil. You know, it's just like death is all they talk about, uh, killing, death. um, How could we hurt one another? And it just made my heart so hard, so hot, hard. And I'm sorry, I'm going to break down and cry because. It just makes me sad that when we have such a powerful children, such powerful parents, that we cannot do better. We we have so much evil and so much hate yeah. between the between the people that there's just something that is missing. And I know what it is. It's God. Yes. It starts from the root. It, it starts, starts from it home. Starts from it starts home. we gotta keep our and, kids engaged in church. We gotta keep them engaged in the word of God. And it's important that you carry yourself so they can see that and, you have. And we're missing that. And today's going to be yes. a very a very difficult show, but I think oh. that we have to bring it forward. But it's true, right? It but true. it's real. It but really it's happens. Real. Reality happens. And, yeah. And right now, I, I feel that our, our world, our whole world is about life is not important. <laughs> life is not important. I know. That, when you, that's scary. When you, when you can get rid of a baby. When you can, when a mom can kill the child, when a father can shoot two of his, his daughters, kids. you know, right. because the, he didn't like the way that he was going with the, and leave them there. I mean, it's just mind-boggling. Yeah, sad stuff. But we need to, we need to all to get together and start a prayer line or a prayer, um, what, whatever it takes. A chain, get, yes, a prayer a, chain, yes, and just go from. Don't you agree, Michael? Yes, Alexandra, I agree. We need to do more praying. I went in Michael's opinion because he's the producer. <laughs> yes. Wonderful person, too. But neither here nor there. Let's, let's talk a little All bit right. about our guest this evening, yes, Michelle. Let's do that. These are wonderful, um, wonderful ladies that I'm looking at. By the way, Absolutely. we have a guest sitting here with us today. Oh, yes. Her name is Regina Johnson. Mm-hmm. I know her since 1993. Oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> 
Why? Not even. <laughs> <laughs> right. You might as well say best friends, well, cousin, all the above. <laughs> Hello, oh, Miss Regina. How are you? She's a beautiful lady. Now, what is what is her business? What does she do? She has Baker Home. She has a home health care. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. And so that's what she does. And we started our, actually, we started our business together um, in 1999, if I'm correct. And Regina's always had the heart of gold. Uh, she's the major art, major art, and I'm saying that right. Matriarch. Thank you. Of her family. She's I an can, amazing I can lady. say that. Um, and I have watched her for so many years, making sure that she can do whatever she needs to do, be wherever she needs to be for not only her family, but, but for, for her parents. Every- she was there for her parents and her nieces and her nephews, her cousins, her sisters, her brothers. The world. In the world. So she's definitely a dependable person. So that's why I wanted to make sure you met her, Alexandria, well, because you. She's she become my best friend. Down. Well, thanks. And thank you so she's much. Awesome. Um, Reg- um, yeah. Marshall, real quick. Yes. I had somebody wanted to order your book. Oh. And I need to make sure that we let um, Liz put a link where they can get her book. Because oh that would be great I yes so we need to have Liz uh, let her know because her. so can you tell us a little bit of the name of your book and where they can order it yes sure um, the name of the book is shortcuts and practical ways to survive marriage um, you can purchase the book on Amazon Kindle um, it's fourteen ninety nine for the hardback I'm trying to do the audio. No. Very good. That's what I'm getting ready to work on, Michael and Alexandria. Oh. Is the audio audio let Michael, part of that? Let Michael uh, push you around, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to well, do. Well, thank you so much for letting yes. us know. But I th- I'm looking forward to um, giving that book away to some of my friends because I think they need it. So okay, I can <laughs> well, do let's, that. Let's talk a little bit about our guests that we have this evening because yes. I want to. I'm so excited and and Me I want to be honest with you. I, I'm my heart is heavy. But I think that this is a great opportunity for them to open to other people and be able to uh, come and talk about things like this. Sometimes you have to talk to people to understand what our Absolutely. world is all about. So, so why don't you introduce them since they're your guests? Yes. Um, today we have or this two evening. wonderful, inspiring women. And I'm going to introduce you to the first one. Her name is Melinda Hamilton. And she started a nonprofit, and it's M-O-M-A. That's how the, you know, the antonym, yes. Mothers of Murdered Angels. Melinda is a speaker, author, a mentor, and she has focused on supporting crime survivors of gun, of gun violence control. Um, Melinda has received numerous awards, okay, in this community, she stays on television, <laughs> speaking engagements internationally. And I just wanted to say what a wonderful woman that's getting ready to come on here and pour her heart of experience she went through, okay, her whole entire family. And I'm going to have her to come on to explain to us about her nonprofit and let's just bring her on on. 
Miss Melinda Hamilton. Hi. Good Welcome evening, Miss Melinda. How Hello, are you? How are you all Thank doing? you so much how for being here this Shelly? evening. Yes. Miss Alexandria. Thank you so much. And we are so pleased and honored for you to be here. This yes. Evening. Thank you. Thank you. And you're beautiful too. Thank you. I'm just looking at um, your website over here. It's gorgeous. Thank you. Well, we also have another young lady that compliments her a little bit. So should we go ahead and bring her in so we can have yes, a absolutely. dual conversation? I, absolutely. I love to bring her in. I've okay. been knowing her since she was a kid. Oh, my gosh. This is Regina's niece. Um, this is Shalonda Guy. She also started a nonprofit as well. She had just recently lost her son February the 27th, 2021. And I met the young gentleman um, when I think he was probably like nine or eight or nine. Good kid. Um, so she started her nonprofit when she lost her son as well to gun violence. And her nonprofit is called uh, Beneath the Surface. I love it. I love that. It's beautiful. Love it. It reminds me of the song. The wind beneath my wings. <laughs> oh, that you is the wind. Yes, yes, yes. Don't yes. get me to sing it. I will start blowing in this mic. Beneath my wings. Yes. Very good. Excellent. Anyway, yes. That's how I had yes. to introduce yes. my girl. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> She's also here with us, too, Miss Alexandra and Michael. She is going to share some wonderful information about her nonprofit as well. And also, we just want to know so much of how they can help so many other people get through this. You know, it's that's tough, what I want to know. Job. It is very difficult. Yes. This show is brought to you by Roberto Perez, Miller Title, and by Mr. Jose Guillen with Old House Barbecue. First of all, we want to thank our guests this evening, Miss Melinda Hamilton, Hamilton uh-huh, and Miss Shalanda Guy. Guy, G-U-Y. Yes. Thank you so much for being here this evening. Both, Both of ladies. you have some amazing um, stories to tell us. And not that they're not stories, but they're from the heart because they're things that actually happen within your family. So so I know Marcelle and I are very happy to uh, be able to take this program and give everybody a little bit of knowledge of what's happening in our world. And we need a little bit more, uh, less crime and more God. Yeah. So, Miss uh, Melinda, I want to bring you in this evening to be our first uh, guest for our show this evening. And tell us about you. Tell us your name. Tell us who you are, if you're your family. Just a little bit so we know who you are. Okay. Well, I'm Melinda Hamilton. I'm a mother of four girls, minus one. Um, I am a retired UPS accountant. Uh, and uh, I've been a community activist um, president of my neighborhood association. Uh, I'm just a community person. Uh, so I'm here today to talk about mothers of murdered angels. My story starts at, I have four, four daughters. Uh, my daughter, Shamika, that was 32 years old, was gunned down uh, by uh, drive-by shooting. Ten people got shot, but two people got killed. And one of the ones that got killed was my daughter. She had got shot two times, one in the head and one in the shoulder. So her and another young man uh, were the deceased. Uh, That was the worstest day in my life to start off because I was at the Walmart store about 1030 at night. You know how you do Walmart. Yes. 
So I'm there at Walmart and I get a call. So I'm like, you know, my girls be calling me. I'm like, okay, what do they want this time? So I didn't answer because I was at the checkout counter. So my phone just kept going off. So I'm like, okay, it must be something. So I answered the phone and my daughter, Jaquita, my second oldest one, she's hollering. I'm like, Jaquita, I can't understand what's going on. So my nephew gets on the phone and he said, hey, Linda, uh, you need to get to South, I mean, to uh, Southside in Fort Worth. I said, for what, baby? He said, Mika's been shot. I was like, what? So at that time, a mother in the line, I drop everything. I zoom out the door. Uh, get on the freeway. It takes me less than five minutes from Little Road to <laughs> Evans Avenue. I don't know how I got there so fast because I didn't know where I was going. He said, yeah. just look at the, look for the lights. Look like, you know, the police lights. Going down Evans and I see like a big circus, just lights everywhere. So I say, uh, I see my daughter and my uh, nephew and then the other people. They was like, uh, Mom, uh, Shamika's, uh, we don't know if she's over there on the ground or not because it was two people on the ground and the other people had been taken to two different hospitals. So I try to keep them calm, you know, and everything. So uh, I said, okay, then I talked to one of the officers and they said, well, we don't have any identification as of yet. So what I do as a mother, I go to the hospital. So I take off, tell them to stay there. They hear anything coming. So Fast forward, I get to the hospital. I go to the first hospital, and uh, I'm going through ER, and I see some people coming out because I asked the security <coughs> guard, I said, well, was there a young lady brought in here, you know, hoping that she was, you know, in the hospital? And he said, and I was described, he said, no, that's not the ones that came in. So I'm on my way out going to the other hospital, and I see two other people, and they was like, aren't you Mika's mother? I said, yes. I said, y'all seen Mika? They said, uh, yes, Miss Hamilton, she's over there, one of the two that's on the street. At that time, my nephew, my two nephews was at the hospital coming to pick me up because they already knew what had happened. So I get over there. That's my daughter. She was one of the ones on the ground. Um, so fast forward, you know, that happened um, and everything. Uh, they they got a couple of guys that, that did it or whatever. Uh, we're going through pre-trial right now. And that uh, was in 2018, right? That was in 2018. Shamika was 32 years old. So uh, fast forward after that, you know, we had everything done, the funeral and everything else. And that right there was the first stage of going through something like that because the only person I knew died close to us was my grandparents. But for as a daughter, yes. it, it was a total different thing, you know. And uh, so... At that time, you know, went through that ordeal there, uh, and it was it was so so much stuff going on. But I had to focus because I had three daughters over here, yes, trying to deal with a sister, and then I had my my uh, grandkids because they was very close to Shamika because she didn't have any kids. She was just that Amy, you know, yes. that Amy that they loved. But we went through that ordeal. I'm going through pretrial right now uh, with Shamika. Uh, so, okay, uh, a year and a half, 2020, 2020, February the 6th, I get a call almost the same time, you know. And I know Keisha doesn't call me unless it's important. This was almost 1 a.m. in the morning. My grandson and his girlfriend uh, was coming back from dinner, and you know how they go out. My grandson's 19 years old. 
just graduated on his way to the to the Navy and everything. I mean, the Navy. Yeah, he was on his way to the Navy within the next month or so. And uh, they're walking up uh, my daughter's uh, sidewalk and three guys come out of the bushes and just start shooting at my grandson and his girlfriend to find out. Uh, it was a bully thing and a hate thing because one of the guys used to go with the girl a long time ago in high school, you know. Uh, but my grandson was uh, pronounced dead. My daughter heard the shots and the girlfriend walked, ran up the, to the house and said, Keisha, Derek's been shot. My daughter runs outside on the sidewalk, uh, holds her son and tell him Derek is going to be okay. At that time, she said, Mama, she had me on the phone. She was calling me while she was out there holding her grandson, my grandson, in her arms and said, uh, Mama, Derek shot, Derek shot. I said, he's going to be okay, Keith. She's going to be okay. No, Mama. I said, and then I heard her say, Derek, hold on, hold on. Mama's here. And then at that time, me and my mother's in the Jeep, in the truck, on our way to Arlington. Mama, the ambulance here. We're fit to take they take it. And so uh, at that time, we all get to the hospital, you know, and uh, we sit there for about an hour or so. Everybody's there. It's just like a, all of his friends and I already heard everything on the whatever how they do with the Facebook, whatever. Yes. So everybody's there. And then all of a sudden they come out and say, oh, y'all can come back. And the thing was, y'all can come back. They letting too many people back. It was about six of us. Because other people stayed out. I said, you know, you could feel it. When they let all of us go like that, you usually do two at a time. But at that time, I knew what the deal was. And then they tell us, wait in this room. Oh, my gosh. So uh, we go in the room. I was like, it's not going to be good. I already felt that, you know. But here's my daughter, Nim, and all of this here, hoping for the best. We come out. They say, y'all go see him. But you didn't tell us he was already gone. Oh, wow. And he's laying in there. So, okay, so fast forward, my grandson passed away. Uh, everything on the on the table. Uh, so after that, you know, we had the funeral and everything. They caught the three guys. Um, during that week uh, that it happened, it happened on an early uh, Sunday morning. Early Sunday, early Saturday morning, I'm sorry. Early Saturday morning, we get up. Because uh, I really had went home just to change clothes. Uh, so I did all of the investigation and all of this here. I took care of, like I told my daughter, you stay here. I'll take care of everything. else. So I took care of all the funeral arrangements and everything else for my daughter. It was just so, so much. So that was it. Enough was enough for me. Um, two months later, I started Mothers and Murder Angels because mm -hmm. yes. I know what all I had to go through. Uh, me being the one, the mother, the father, the grandfather, <laughs> the and the grandmother. Yes. That's me as a single mother. I have been a single mother for over 20 years taking care of my girls because their daddy also was shot in Lawton, Oklahoma, uh, previous before that because we were separated. Uh, but he, his best friend shot him. But gun violence wow. has been in my family for so long, and that was enough. Enough was enough. And I know what I had to go through as a single mother, not knowing besides the insurance. 
okay? Not knowing the other perks and what I need to do. So after the first one, I kind of, in a way, zoomed through that one, in a way, because my daughter had insurance on my grandson and all of that. But the first one, my daughter's 32 years old that got killed. I'm thinking that she was working, which she was working, uh, on place, on car, and all of this here. She, you know, and at that time, you know, as working as a temp, you don't get all of those perks. So I, I went through some, you know, and mm-hmm. I was offered, I had some people that would pay for the funeral and all of that. Mm-hmm. But me being they per, that that person that yes. I am, and uh, I'm going to take care of my babies because those are my babies. So I'm, I'm doing Mothers of Murdered Angels to help mothers to let them know they don't have to go on GoFundMe or anything like that. Yeah. I yeah. have went through the state with Victims Assistance, where I've read it from the top to the bottom, where they were telling people you only get sixty five hundred when you got fifty five up to fifty five thousand to use for your babies. Not just go go fund me, and people don't even know you sending money to you, and you're not getting all of that. That's not right. So I started doing that, helping survivors. So mm-hmm. I take them through the stages of helping them with their funeral, okay. burying their babies. Okay. And then after that, making sure that whoever destroyed your life by shooting that gun to your baby and killing your baby, mm-hmm. that I take them, uh, have a meeting with the detectives, the prosecutor, awesome. and the DA. Yeah. That first meeting, all of us is in a room together because I make sure I get them all together. So you can ask them whatever you need to ask all three of them at one time. You get the phone numbers. So if you're not hearing nothing, you can blow their phone up. Because they're going to get on it. We're not having any cases going cold case because my baby is gone. Yours is still here, but my baby is gone. And then you and then you have people, the other people, that kid that have killed your loved ones, calling and threatening your your family and all of this here. But, you know, it's crazy. But my thing is, like I tell my family. You ignore all that ignorance, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't have to change your phone. You just ignore it. You know how to block it out with all of this technical stuff. You can block those numbers out. But you keep going forward and you can stay strong. And that's what my daughters are doing now. The one that lost her baby son, she's working two jobs, two good jobs, uh, keeping her mind focused. But see, what we also do, we help them with the counseling Resources That's why I was going to ask, do you do counseling else. also? We do all of that. Okay. And we do not let you go. After that, we still call you, like I told you this morning. I keep in contact with my with my family. I keep in contact. Good. That's wonderful. And during the holidays, I make sure that they have what they need. Even if they don't need it, we still take some. Do you have, like, a contact with the police station or something of the mothers or um that go through something like that of losing a loved mm-hmm. one and yeah. gun violence yeah. to contact um, all the, numbers, the mothers of murder angels. Really, okay. I started in Tarrant County, but now I'm getting calls from uh, like Tyler, okay. uh, Lubbock, and Houston. I was in Houston a couple of weeks ago. Okay, that's awesome. We've been listening to the story from Melinda Hamilton, and she is the founder of Mothers of Murdered uh, Angels. And you can go to their website, momangels.org. This show is brought to you every Saturday night at 10 p.m. And our podcast is every day. You can listen to it on any one of your social media. So we are coming back with our guests this evening. We have Shalonda Guy and we have Miss Melinda Hamilton. We just spent a little bit of time with Miss Melinda Hamilton. 
with her organization called Mothers of Murdered Angels. And my gosh, Marshall, what a what a touching story to just know that your family, your children are no longer there or your grandkids because of some crime nut human being. Yes, and it takes it takes women like these two women to help others get through this. But they also know God, and I can tell from her. Absolutely. And that makes a difference, yes. Yes. Well, strong women. These strong are strong women. Yes, women. yes. Very, very strong. Yes. So now let's bring Ms. Shalonda Guy, who has Hi, a great organization. Hello. Hello. And the, your organization is called Beneath the Surface. Beneath the Surface, yes, ma'am. And I think Ms. Marshall had something to say about that a little bit ago. Oh, yes, I did. I was like, when I seen that title, I just thought, of you are the wind beneath my wings. And I don't know why I thought of that song. I don't know why. Well, because but. it is very special. It's an angel, an angel wing. Mm. So, uh, yes. Miss Shalinda, is that the way you pronounce your name? Shalinda. So, tell us about you and tell us who you are. You have yes. married your children. What's going on with you? Okay, so I'm and How do we know you? <laughs> I'm Regina's niece, the first niece. I'm the oldest. Yes, the, the one she likes best, right? Yes, <laughs> and her favorite. It always go that way, right? <laughs> so uh, I know I'm going to get some slack from my cousins when I say that, but I am her favorite. So I'm married and three kids, one grandson. Wow. which And two um, step babies that I have as well. So um, my story begins. Um, February 27th of 21, I got up that morning and I um, got ready for work. I also own my own tax business in the yes. yes, she does. You do. Yes, you do. And so the normal routine is to get up and I can actually hear him because I, I know my kids. As a mother, you hear your kids and you know your oh, absolutely. kids. You know their walks. You know, yes. you know the paws in front of your door. You know yes. all that stuff and the door can be closed. So he passed my door and he kind of paused and I was like, okay, maybe he wants to talk to me about something this morning, but I just kept getting dressed for work. And so he, I saw him on the cameras go downstairs and he got in his car and he left because his car was his office, just like my car is my office. Yes, He sits in there and he listens to his music and all of that. And so I'm in the back, he's in the, he's in the front and, he goes on, I go on. And so I'm sitting there working at work and about three o'clock because uh, my kids call me the warden because <laughs> I uh, call them all day, every day. And if I don't hear from you, I'm going to, I'm going eh, 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 to, yeah. until you answer my call, you know? <laughs> so yeah. uh, about three o'clock, I was like, okay, I haven't heard from Jalen today mm. since this morning. And so I call his phone, it just rings, and I'm like, okay. So I text him, and I'm like, hey, what are you doing? How's your day going? I love you, you know, because I always tell my kids every day I love them important. all day, every day. Yes, They got important. to hear it. Yes. You got to say it because yes. you never know, but you also never know that this is going to be the day mm-hmm. as well. So um, about 3 o'clock, I start calling him. I'm like, okay, oh. 3.15, um, I've become impulsive with calling him because I'm mm. like, okay, he normally doesn't wait yeah. longer than three to five minutes to call yeah. me back, you know, or he'll call me back and say, hey, mama, how you doing? Okay, I'm busy. I'll call you back, but I love you. 
Yeah. Okay, so 3.15, he has done it. 3.30, oh, 3.45, 4 o'clock, I've become crazy. My best friend, she works with me also there. She's one of the managers. She um, she looks over at me, and she said, I'm going to get him. Soon as he calls us, I'm going to get him because he know they got to pick up the phone. That's like our rule. Pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm busy. I can't talk right now or whatever, yes. but acknowledge that I'm yes. calling you. Um, so with the iPhones, you know, the phones turn blue, green if the phone is off. So around 445, 5 o'clock, the phone, my text messages switch from blue to green. Mm. And so I'm like, huh, something not right. And then, of course, I start getting this funny feeling inside. And I'm like, huh, I wonder what's going on. And but the first thing came to me is, I wonder if he's been arrested or he's in the hospital. Yes. Or, you know, and I'm like, okay, let me keep calling the phone. The phone then goes to voicemail. And I'm like, oh, this boy going to get it when he does answer his phone. And I'm like, I know he has a charge. I make sure they have everything, chargers, extra chargers, everything. So the phone never has to die. So fast forward, I, um, after work, I'm still calling, calling, calling. He's not answering. I'm getting everybody to call. What time was that after that, Bob? Um, this was probably like... Late evening at that time, I'm sure. 30, 7 o'clock, 7.35, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. up in there. Okay. And so around 9 o'clock, I leave the office. So when I leave the office, uh, me and my best friend, you know, we was like, of course, we, we prayed at the office, you know, Lord, whatever's going on, protect him from hurt, harm, danger. Let's just, you know... Pray for the best. So I go home and um, I'm sitting, I'm yeah. laying there, but I'm uneasy. Yeah. But my mother's kids feel that. Heavy. That's what, yeah, so we feel that. my kids always say, you do too much. Just calm down. You worry too much. Worry That's what my kids much. say. You worry too much. You know, and I'm like, okay, but something right. in me is not right. Mm-hmm. So I lay down and I try to. Not think about it, but I'm still calling his phone. Yes. Because I'm like, oh, no, somebody's going to pick up this phone. Absolutely. You know. And so I, um, my husband came home and we have cameras um, outside. And so at around 1.30 in the morning, it's the police pulls up, pull up to the house. Mm. And so my husband's like, it's the police. And I'm like, I'm going to get that boy. You know, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. It's the police bringing him home. So, of course, me, I'm an overthinker. So everything's running through my head. The the police, he, is he hurt? Is he in the hospital? Should I have called Methodist Baylor? Should I have called all these hospitals before the police came? Because I like yeah. to beat people to it. Yeah. And so the pol- my husband goes downstairs. I'm throwing on my pajamas. And um, he meets me at the stairs. Mm-hmm. But his face. Yes. So I go downstairs, and I must say that the officer who came to the house was very compassionate. Good. I've never had to deal with it, but I've heard the stories. And, you know, people say they just blurt it out. You know, they're rude. Everybody that I've met since then say how officers... And and people in these professions don't have empathy or compassion. But they do. But they but do. But they do. Yes. So he got on one knee and um he's 
he asked me my son's name. I told him his name. Mm-hmm. He asked for his date of birth. Mm-hmm. And I said, sir, you know, what happened to my baby? Mm-hmm. And he said, he's been killed. Oh, my goodness. But he was still there on his hands and knees. He prayed with us. Oh, that's wonderful. And everything. When I say I commend this officer so much, because going through something like this as a mother, you don't know what to expect. And all you need at that time is not the rah-rah, you know? Yes. You you need calmness. So after he left, in my mind, I still didn't believe it because I needed to see it to believe it. It, it, I'm just hearing stories and phone calls. My next step was to hurt. Now I have to hurt my family members by telling them, the person they love is no longer here with us. So you, now you got to make that phone call and choose how to tell them. Shalanda, right. may I interrupt yes, you for just a second? So what happened? What did the officer tell you when he came to the house? What ha- actually happened? Well, because it happened in Houston. Okay, the, so it didn't happen it in didn't happen Dallas. It didn't happen here in Dallas. It happened in Houston. Okay. Dallas PD didn't have any information to give me. I see. So okay. I didn't learn anything until a few days later. So Houston police contacted me that night, like maybe 10, 11 o'clock. They didn't even know that I was informed already by mm. Dallas PD. Okay. So the two police departments did not communicate. Okay. So that morning when he left home, mm-hmm. he went to Houston. Yes. Am I correct? Without telling me. Okay. Mm. That's what I thought <laughs> I was hearing. Telling just, me he I didn't want to be Houston. disrespectful. I wanted to make sure I'm receiving yes. what you're speaking. Yes. So right. you said when he got up that morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when I'm thinking when he paused, yeah. he was going to say, I'm hey, going mom, I'm going oh, to Houston. I'm, and I'll be to back later. Friends and I'll be back. But he knew he was going to get some backlash from me and a no. Wow. Well, we're coming to pretty much to the end of the of this segment. So can you get us updated? So what actually happened? So what happened was um, he went, he met a friend. They were um, talking on the car. And um, when they got ready to walk around, he was ambushed and robbed. That's what happened. Because we have a trial coming up, I can't talk about Absolutely. Right. Yeah. We were that, that was, was going to be my next uh, question. Uh, yeah. What, what is the status careful. of the yes. case? So everyone is in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, the we, It was one guy that did run for a while, so it took a while to catch him, but he has been captured. The first guy that the trial we're getting ready to go to Doing my detective work, as Miss Melinda did also, I found out he was a repeat offender. Yeah. Um, okay. He did a lot of robberies mm-hmm. as okay. well, armed robberies. Well, it is comforting to know he's not doing that right now. Right. Exactly. exactly. So, you know, just to know that these people were able to bond out and then get, once they get out, yeah. they're also completing worse crimes. Uh-huh. Um, it's very um, disheartening to me and my family because it's like, no, he shouldn't have never got a bond right. in the first place um, or by his way out um, mm-hmm. because of the crime that he did before. So it's a lot. I went through crime victims, which I'm also fighting them still. Um, I'm receiving therapy sessions, but just to get um, resources from them or answers from them has been very frustrating. And it's been over a year. 
And um, that's what also I'm trying to do as well with Beneath the Surface, as well as being there to comfort and be someone's one another, um, because everyone does not have the support or the village that I had during mm. my time. Yes. And some people are alone and some people don't have or know what to do. And um, my group is just to be someone's one another so that they can have somebody to talk to, to, um, you know, hold their hand, give resources. Yeah, resources, you know, yes. um, Because people, you'll get a pamphlet here and there and people will start sending you emails. But just sitting there in some in a customer service agent with yeah. no empathy or anything no. answering the other no end good. of the right. phone so is no good at all. We're coming close to the end, Shalanda. So um, at the end of this segment here, I want to make sure the people in the similar situation get your contact information. So how they can contact with Beneath the Surface? Um, right now I have a um, Facebook group, Beneath the, Fur- Beneath the Surface. I haven't started uh, my group on Instagram or anything like that, but I am just on Facebook mm-hmm. in the process of building my website, but I can be contacted at 214-549-1299, or you can join my group on Facebook beneath the surface. A lot of organizations these days are Facebook only, so that's yes. not unusual. That's mm-hmm. that's great. This is Michael Clark. I'm the producer, and with me today, I've got Alexandra next to me, and I've got Marcel Johnson, our co-host across the table from me, and our two wonderful guests today. Melinda Hamilton, which sounds like a famous actress to me. And then yes. Linda Hamilton she, is the actress. Not Melinda. Yeah. It's a different person sitting across from me today, just so y'all know. And Shalanda Guy uh, is our other guest. And they have uh, uh, separate organizations, but both are involved in kind of the same type of thing, which is comforting victims yes. of crime and the families who have been affected. And uh, Marcel. You've, yes. been, you've been quiet. Okay. Melinda, we were just talking about um, the way that you go after uh, helping the families and stuff come to your organization. Tell us more about that. And also, Shalanda, we were talking about that as well. Uh, so we're going to hear that from you. and We're going to carry on about getting more information. We were talking about the importance of voting Absolutely. reference to getting these gun violence off the street locally. And I'm I'm going to say not only gun violence but crime, crime. because crime is Thank committed you, crime. with knives, forks, yes. any anything. Crime is a disease. Yes, and it start. It can be guns. It can be just choking you. It can be the problem we have is crime. Yes, and that's the most important. And, and the repeat, repeat, repeat offenders. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, the crime isn't just that. The crime starts, you know, just breaking the window, throwing a rock through a window. That needs to be nipped in the bud first, because right. if you don't do anything for these small time offenders, they're going to get more brave. They're mm-hmm. just going to do bigger and bigger crimes to see what will get your attention. And if you're not punishing them for the smaller crimes in a, a, me- a meaningful way, but a balanced way, a fair way, if you're not punishing them in a way that deters future crime, then you're going to get criminals get bolder and bolder until they're jumping out of bushes and killing people. That's right. right. And they're coming younger and younger. How about that? Yes. They absolutely now, are. <laughs> these kids are nine years old, 10, 13, well, you the, know, the with problem the is like in Dallas County, you can go in and steal $750 from a store and you don't get penalized. You can go through. I mean, there's got to be at the end of the day, somebody has to be responsible. 
And if the law doesn't do it, then we have to make sure we work to make it happen because organizations like yours are very important, but it's crime. It doesn't matter what it is, but it's crime, and that's what we have to fight. And you as parents, unfortunately, have lost your loved ones yes. to crime. And I'm sitting here so and I'm many. watching you. Your heart is is, is just it's difficult, very, very hard. Yeah. So I think that your organizations have a lot to do, but I think you the most important is you've got to get the people to get involved to vote in the in your community. Absolutely. Locally, Locally yes. everything starts at home. They say my mother used to tell me uh, if you do, if you go out before you go out to give um, money to other people, make sure that your home is is taken care of. Is taken care of mm-hmm. because that you have to start at home somewhere. Yes. But you know, Alexandria in the black community, we really don't talk about voting at home a lot. You know, so it's where we have to get out there and we have to learn those things and we have to learn the people that are in office because the only thing, um, the only thing in our homes, you know, we talk about God, we talk about sitting at the table together, but we have to definitely spread out our conversation so that our children will know coming up about voting and how important it is because I didn't know how important voting was coming up um, as a child. I didn't know the effect that it would have on me. But now I'm learning because I've experienced it, how important it is to choose a DA, to choose people locally. The mayor. The mayor, absolutely. (laughs) To choose those people and know about them so that because they're the ones that's going to help these people out Absolutely. here that are um, involved in these heinous crimes. Miss Belinda, how long have you had your organization? Uh, this will be going on um, two years now. Two years. And, I, I and I'm reading that you are very, very outspoken and very good. I like to bring you all back and talk about the black community because it is. The, the When we talk about black community, we're talking about the community. We're talking about God's children. Mm-hmm. We don't care black, white, yellow. We're talking about the human beings. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, and I'm, I want to tell you, I think this is something that affected me last night because we're talking about crime. The problem I see is that if it affects you, it might not affect him because it doesn't matter. Right. Because there is no communication between all of us. Because, you know, it's okay to, to if you can kill a baby before it's born, and kill them up to seven or eight months, then what's the difference with, with killing anybody else? It just, and last night I heard, or I, I think I saw the, one of the DAs saying that, oh, well, we got to have abortion because that helps black people and, and uh, Latinos. How does that help you, Mash? Uh, How does that help I you? I have no idea. I, I, I have no answer for that. I can't answer to that. It makes sense. But it's saying that you, you were no easier to kill people that it didn't matter. That, that's the problem we have. People put us in boxes, whether what colors we are. Yes. We, we, people have the determination of saying it's going to affect you more because of that. Right. We yeah. have got to make, we, we have to, have to make a change. Because I don't want to be the first black. Everything has to be the first black, the first black. That is. Right. We need to stop that. Woman. We need to just say the first woman. The first woman. But you have to, they have to put that title on you. First black, first Hispanic. Just That's like now. Right. And uh, as you say, Yes, it or, hurts. Yes, it hurts. You have to let a lot of this stuff go because, go. like I said, I had a heart attack in November. Oh, my goodness. Uh, because of all of that. I, I had a heart attack because I'm trying to keep going 
and stay strong. And, and you, you know, stay us, as I'm saying it again, as black <laughs> women, we have we have been through struggles Absolutely. and all of this. As a single parent, I can say that because I've been there and done that. But we keep going, even mm. though we know we tired, but we don't feel that we tired because we're taking care of. We can't get tired. We, can't we don't have time. At that time in November when I had the heart attack, I didn't even know that I was having a heart attack. Another lady had to look at me and say, Miss Hamilton, you need to sit down. You know, oh my and goodness. when I get there, yeah, that's what yes. happened. You know, but three days later, what am I doing? Back up and on the cement. But yeah, enough is yes. enough. And you say black. Yes, we're going to the schools right now in reference to the blacks. We're going and speaking to the young people, starting with the middle schools. That's what we also do. But as, you're going yeah. as a woman. We're going yeah, as a, a woman. woman. A woman. Because woman. the school doesn't just say all blacks come yeah. to the home. Right. And, and as a yes, mother. And as a mother. And as a mother. Protecting our children. And as a citizen. Because yeah. you are a citizen yes. of, the, yeah. of the country. Right. Yes. And if we don't make the changes within us, then there's nothing that's going to change. Because right. if you're looking at the TVs today, look at the young kiddos out there. Cutting themselves. Uh, they don't even know if they're boys or girls or anything. Yeah. What is happening to our society? Well, first of all, I believe that these children are not able to express themselves because growing up, you're you're automatic in the beginning when you when you come up as a child, boys are supposed to be tough, girls are supposed to nurture. That's why the boys get the the, the toy trucks and the toy guns to be strong, but the little girls get the baby dolls to nurture and love. Mm-hmm. And they, it's okay for the little girls to express themselves and be vulnerable, but it's not okay for the little boys to. And that has to change as well. These kids do not know how to express their anger. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to express themselves. They don't know what to do with it. They keep it bottled up because mom is either at work or don't have time. Dad's running around and nobody's sitting there because they feel like a child cannot have feelings right. or go through things at school. So they're not they they don't even be respected enough to say, how was your day and how are you feeling today? Right. And yes. sometimes it's worse than that. Sometimes it's the mothers are apathetic about mm-hmm. what their kids are doing. Right. They, they're not paying attention. They don't care. They're letting the school raise their kids. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. But it, it's. It's generations old wisdom that the strength of a nation is derived from the stability of the home. And so if you as a mom have are running your house, like you don't care how you run your house, you're right. just letting it go. And you think that the government is going to do it for you. You're absolutely wrong. Right. You have to come back because we need to continue these conversations about crime and about making sure people understand that there is at the end of the day. You have, there's consequences and the right. consequences have to be dealt with and that crime is not permissible, whatever crime it is. The juvenile center is full of young people. Yes, it is. Young people. Young. And what happens? We're sitting here. We're parents. Okay. But what happens to the outside? We don't, we have to get this information out and we need to become more mothers, more citizens and get the word out and get people to come on board. Get God back into the lives right. of people. Right. And both of you have a tremendous uh, story to tell. And, and the most important is it's your family, it's your children. And to just know that you lost them. And I just appreciate life. them sharing their pain. Yes. Because um, yes. there's so many women and so many fathers out there as well whose 
have been going, have been through this, what's a better way they can come and express to let them know we here, we've been through it too. Absolutely. And how can, you know, how can I get to you to help me? Please give me your contact information, uh, Melinda, yes. and also to um, uh, Mothers of Murdered Angels. You can go to my website, uh, momangels.org is my website. My number is 817-938-8892. And I'm on Facebook also under Melinda Hamilton or Mothers of Murdered Angels. And the same for me, uh, Beneath the Surface um, on Facebook. Um, I can be reached at 214-549-1299. My goal, again, is just to be someone's one one another because we definitely need that. My goal is for all of you to come together and that we make a difference in the communities by starting to make changes of not what color you are, but your woman. You're a mother and you're going to make a change on that because Absolutely. we all are one God created all of us and we're together. And I think it's very important right. that we acknowledge that. And I'm so glad. Thank you, Melinda, for being here this evening. Are you an author also? Are you writing a book? I'm in the verge right now. Congratulations. Very good. Well, I know Miss Michelle is an author, so she can teach well, you how to do that. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. So, I love sharing. I love sharing. <laughs> Ms. Uh, Melinda, is there anything you want to close the show tonight and tell I us? I just want to thank you all for having me out here. And I thank you for meeting you. But I, I love to meet other <laughs> organizations yes. that we come aboard. And I do have events for us, our retreats and everything. I love to invite you. And Ms. Shalanda. I would like to thank you all again. Thank you, Shelly, Ms. Oh, Alexandria, absolutely. Regina, uh, for the opportunity. And it was very good meeting you. I love meeting other strong women that is here to take our message and And definitely um, put it out there for the world because nobody thinks about after the funeral services and after everything happens, uh, what we're left to deal with. Um, We're left to deal with a lot and it's Mm -hmm. some, you need people. Thank you so much. We appreciate it very much. We're almost to the end of it. I want to thank you for listening to Alexander Friends 660, The Answer. We'll see you next Saturday night. This show is brought to you by Roberto Perez, Miller Title, and our podcast are brought to you by Jose Guillen with Old House Barbecue in Carrollton and in Louisville, Texas. Ms. Marshall, it was an honor. It's always an honor with Thank you, you ladies, for having you here this Thank evening. You. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, ladies. Hey, soy Jose Guillén, dueño de Old House Barbecue y patrocinamos el show de Alejandra y Friends. Nuestros dos lugares están en Carrollton y Louisville. Nuestra página web es oldhousebarbecue.com. Vengan a vernos. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends or write us an email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode. Come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh. Or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org.